Took a little break. Now we're back, and we're jazzed. We're ready. We're we're ready to just rip it and grip it. Little change for season two. Uh, we have decided as a Death Star D trio that uh, we are done at 30, 30 minutes, and a hard cutoff at thirty five minutes. I just like, I would also like to go on the record that I do not agree with this decision, but majority rules. But I am. I just. Going. I just, I just think we'll all be a lot happier in the long run. And so we may be in the middle of a sentence at 35 minutes, and I'm hitting the stop button. It'll be like that one time when WCW went over on their pay-per-view, and they just really did cut them. <laughs> yeah. So you better put your finishing move on before the 30-minute mark, okay? Yeah. Trevor? Diamond counter coming your way, buddy. Trevor's a little grumpy today, so we're be- we're right back where we started. Well, I just feel really bad that I'm kind of grumpy because I've been in a great mood for a long time. I'm just kind of grumpy right now, and I don't want to, you know, add to the, you know, this stereotype that I've been labeled with from all the haters out there that I'm a grumpy, you know, grump. It's not. I like life. I like doing sports. But I'm just a little grumpy right now. So I'm just getting that disclaimer out there. I'm grumpy right now for this episode, but not for the rest of the season. It's a new me. Spirit is here to be happy. Well, I think we can we, we can say comfortably that something is grinding your gears. Is that is that right? Well, no. You can't comfortably say that. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've kind of come and, and done a little soul-searching myself. Um, you know, I've kind of in the past put a lot of my fandom, um, in, in the same level of how good we're doing. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like if we beat Utah for this, just an example that I earn the right to wear my BYU hat whenever I go anywhere within like, you know, like if I go to like the pie up on the University of Utah campus, I feel like I can wear my hat because it's like I, we earned that right. Then ever since in the last couple of years, I've worn my BYU stuff less and less. I've been a lot less demonstrative about it because I've felt like, oh, now people can actually make fun of me. And it's true, you know, like, oh, hey, how does it feel to be not so good anymore? But I've decided to kind of boost that up again, start wearing my BYU gear more often because am I a fan of winning or am I a fan of BYU? And I've just decided to be a fan of BYU. You are such a coward. I am kind of a coward. <laughs> like I used to make a point 
I used to make a point that anywhere I traveled in an airport, I would always wear a BYU shirt. Always. And I've kind of slid on that a little. Fact, I make it a point every time I travel to bring at least one article of BYU clothing. And guess what? I was in Lake Powell, and guess what I was wearing? Both my BYU jersey and my other shirt. Actually, I didn't get to them because I brought five changes of clothing, but I only got to two of them. Turns out you don't change your clothes as often as I thought you would in Lake Powell. Have you talked recently about how awesome that BYU jersey that you have is? Uh, yeah, it's probably massive. not. It's your right? Yeah, I got it at TJ Maxx for 20 bucks, man. I love that thing. Yeah, that's a good purchase. Hey, Speak- before we jump into um, all the stuff, can we just get a quick... Whoa! See what's going on at Jairus' house, but a quick life update on where everybody's at since the last podcast. Uh, yeah. Tradition, why don't you start us off? Uh, since the last podcast, I uh, have... I've been finding myself. I took a, a spiritual pilgrimage to Israel, the Holy Land. Um, I've been into yoga. Been been doing a lot of um, Pilates. Uh, just, I, you know, I really lost myself for a little while, but I'm back. I feel I'm in a good place. I feel really good about BYU, better than ever. Better than ever? Uh better than a lot of other times. Okay. Um, you know, just, I, I, I spent a lot of time with family, got to re- renew my, my relationships with my family, my good friends like you two. I just feel really good. What about, uh, what about you, Spirit? Spirit's doing great, you know, since we last podcasted. I haven't really found myself or gone on any spiritual quests. I'm Spirit. I don't need that. But that's a good point. Um, we bought a house, and pretty much that's all I do now is house projects. I work sometimes, but mostly house projects. Went to the water park today. I mean, what beats a day with your shirt off and a bunch of other fat dudes at the water park? Not much. Not much, man. So, you know, life's been good. Still have two kids. I'm still married, so there's that. Yeah. You're a glass half full guy. I like that. Yeah. Spent some time trekking across the country, 33 days on the road away from my home. That was good times. Wow. Really, it's just been an action-packed summer, and I'm ready to get back at it. And I don't feel as great as I ever have about BYU football, but I feel pretty good. Um, I... Not sure when we last podcasted, so I'm not sure what to say, but I'm not sure if I worked since <laughs> the last podcast. So there's that. You're on day what? Day what of 77? 70, man. Holy cow. Except uh, for I might not have done my math right. Oh, wait, no, it is a Tuesday, right? Yeah, I did my math right. I'm pretty sure. I go oh, back next Wednesday. Oh, this that's is like the Sabbath week of your summer. This is the Green Mile, man. This is it. Dead men walk. Better make it count. So, guys, we are already eight minutes into this thing. We have not said one thing about BYU, so let's just jump right into it. Well, we did Tuesday. Anyway, go. So, obviously, we mentioned uh, in kind of an offbeat kind of way that one of the stupider stories of the fall camp season was, was the, uh, the Bronco uniform fiasco. But I don't want to talk about that first because the more pressing breaking news right now is... 
Jordan Johnson. Uh, but, yeah. uh, that's kind of sucks, huh? That's why I can't be riding super high. We lost both our corners. Oh, that just stinks. Jordan Johnson. Uh, so I, I was just chatting with one of my coworkers. Um, we were just talking about BYU football, just you know, having having the the preseason uh, roundtable, and we just both were saying, you know, if there's one guy that cannot get injured this year, it's Jordan Johnson, and. Lo and behold, did, did that any of you knock on wood that afternoon? That was silly of you guys. <laughs> wow! So, my goodness gracious, that was a rough one. Uh, yeah, that's tough. But that's you, tough. you go ahead and tell me how tough it's going to be. But then I'm going to take the optimist kind of point of view. So, so go ahead, Trevor. Just unload everything uh, that you're feeling so right now. I'll tell you why it's going to be tough. But I'm not, I'm not in a dark place about it. Jordan Johnson was going to be a uniquely good BYU corner. Not just, oh, okay, he's not going to get killed, and oh, we're not going to be embarrassed all the time by him. But he was going to be good, which we don't normally have. At best, I'm usually hoping for, okay, let's not, let's not have a guy back there that's going to embarrass us. Let's not have a J-Rob back there. But, J-Rob. so to me, it was like, it was all... We're playing with house money anyway, for those that are gamblers out there. You know, we didn't have much to lose. It was above and beyond the normal expectations. So now I think we drop with our corners to normal expectations, mediocre. But the rest of our defense is so good, hopefully they can help make up for that. But it still has me very nervous. This has always been BYU's uh, weak point here. Maybe but it not wasn't always, but I would say, you know, we're back to the norm, right? Yeah. So, so anything else? I mean, lay it on me. Don't hold back. I do, think, I do think it knocks us down from a top five to ten national defense to a top twenty. It's just if teams can pass on those corners, it's going to be like BYU of old where we have good linebackers, decent D-line, and atrocious corners. I'm really scared about that. We also play some really athletic teams with some really athletic receivers. And, and there is nothing worse, absolutely nothing worse, than all of a sudden just like watching a team throw like an 80-yard pass on you. Ugh. <laughs> There's nothing worse. And, it's, and I feel like it's going to happen this year. Or like knowing it's third and 37 and you're pretty sure they're going to get a first down. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a different thing altogether, though. That's just like, yeah, you're right. But... Well, that's BYU of like six years ago. We've really, I mean, in Bronco, I trust as a defensive coordinator. So I'm not down about it. To me, it still depends. The offense, it's really the big if factor. The defense will be good enough, even with the, the problems at corner. If we have a decent offense. See, I got to tell you, when I first heard the news, of course, I was bummed out, just like everybody else. But here's my thing. When, I, when I'm hit with news like this, I can't help but choose to be okay about it, you know? Because there's nothing you can do, you know? Like, the way I feel isn't going to repair his ACL. You know what I mean? 
So I'm yeah. always I'm always looking at ways, you know, just silver linings, ways I can put lipstick on the pig or whatever, you know, whatever cliche you want to say. So here's my thing. BYU, like you guys have already said, we're not known for cornerbacks. We never have been since, you know, we, we haven't put a, a cornerback in the NFL since. San Francisco? Well, even he was a safety, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't know the last time a, a, we've had a really elite talent at corner. So th- this will be old hat for us. Plus, we've got some athletic guys, you know, like this this uh, Dallin Levitt. All you hear about is how athletic he is and how, you know, how great he tested in these different Nike Spark events and things. And I just have to believe that one of these new fresh guys is going to step up and, you know, f- maybe not fill in like a, like a J-Rob. Like, you know, like, because J-Rob, give J-Rob credit, man. He was... No, I refuse to give J-Rob Justin <laughs> Robinson for this or one who we're talking about. But no, he will never receive credit. And plus, you know, I like Jordan Johnson a lot, but he wasn't awesome. You know, he wasn't like locked down, put him on an island, kind of shut down cornerback. Wasn't Johnson Island, is that what you're saying? No, I, I mean, was, is it, it, was he our most experienced? Yeah, was he, you know, was, was he going to, were we going to trust him a lot? Yeah, we were, but it's not like we lost Daryl Revis or, or, you know, something else of that elite caliber. So, I don't know, I just, I, I look at... be all right. I look at BYU's situation, and I'm like, okay, we'll find someone. Someone is going to step up, whether it's this Robertson Daniel kind of guy or this Dallin Levitt, or maybe Mike Haig comes back and, you know, he's awesome. I don't know. I, I just feel good. Plus, we've got safeties like crazy. We've got the deepest linebacker core that we've ever had. And like you said, Trevor, if we're up to a top 20 defense instead of a top 5, I'm pretty dang okay with us being a top 20 defense, you know? Yeah. No, I, I think that's great. Historically, that's amazing for, for BYU to be there. And I can also tell that your spiritual journey of refining yourself has gone well. You're just in a good <laughs> place. Um, so another thing that I really liked was, um, I got to tell you, this past year, I have been renewed, refreshed, if you will, in my love of Bronco Mendenhall. I got to tell you. You know, I, I, I'm not sure if I've ever had a huge problem with the guy. But I hope this doesn't turn into what I really wish we could do is give an editor's cut of one of the podcasts last year when we totally all jumped on board the Riley Nelson bandwagon. <laughs> Do you guys remember doing that? You mean yeah. you mean we like, were when I like, said I believe in Riley Nelson? Yeah, we. I think we all said it, it before the season started. We were all all in. Um, and and I I guess I'm saying I, I'm glad you're all in on Bronco. And like I said, I've never had a problem, but but maybe we should save our gushing love until. At least after. Well, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. So, this off season has been very good to Bronco. I feel like maybe he's working with a handler or something. Maybe he's got a, a body man that's kind of giving him some advice. Some, you know, 
maybe hired a publicist or something, but he has just been so much happier and more approachable and just him being on Twitter has been such a refreshing thing for him to do. And let me tell you specifically, this whole tradition honor spirit thing that he did with his, his uniforms, that was one of the dumbest moves I've ever seen him make or anyone make for that matter. It was just dumb. So dumb. And everyone hated it. And I was convinced. I was like, oh my gosh, Bronco. This guy, he's put up another stupid hurdle that we've all got to jump over. He's he's taken another one of his little stands. But then the way he backed away from it and, and said, hey, oops, I made a huge mistake. I thought this would be cool, but this wasn't that cool. So I talked to my players about it. They didn't want it. So we kind of reached this compromise. I, you know, I feel like I need to apologize. The way he handled this whole situation, I was like, man, Bronco. He's turned a corner. He's turned a corner. I, I kind of feel like he's, I don't know. I'm just, I've just really been impressed with everything that he's done this past year. Can I tell you that I didn't really, I didn't like really hate that idea. Oh, I did. I mean, I didn't like it, but I, I like didn't really think it was that big of a deal. I thought it was lame. Here's my thing: I thought it was at best, it was lame, and at worst, yeah. at worst, it's another hurdle that people have to jump over, like recruits and players. You know, yeah, right. It's weirder. Yeah, it makes us weird. It's like, well, yeah. But he backed off it, so let's a, let's say that happens, and you're in school, and you're a player. Do you go no name, or do you choose one of the slogan names? Well, I'd choose Spirit. I would try to hyphenate it, see if I could do Honor Spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> Jamal Spirit Williams. <laughs> that would be kind of cool, right? <laughs> All I could think of was whoever got stuck with Spirit was that one Disney cartoon about the horse. <laughs> that was one of the like three approved movies on my mission, and it was horrible. And I think we watched it like four times. Ugh, Spirit. But you're right. The, it's it's over now. We don't have to deal with it. But like I said, I just I was just impressed by how Bronco. Uh, I mean, reacted to it. I yeah. thought he was going to do the Bronco, dig my heels in, like he did with Riley, and defend him to the death, all that stuff. I thought he was just going to dig his heels in, not admit that he was wrong, but he owned it. He said he made some crack about it. it's like a, you know, when you give a bad anniversary gift that you think is great, and then you realize, oh man, that sucked. Um, which I thought was a great analogy because that's totally what I mean. He had the best of intentions, but it was just stupid. Well, you can and, almost you can almost see what was going through his mind, like. He's just sitting there in his office and thinks, "This is going to be an He's awesome September. idea." He's reading good to great. This is going to be this is going to be so awesome. I bet it was. I bet it was even more specific than that. I bet he was thinking of a specific person who is a little too cocky, or or a group of people, and said, "We really need to find a way to like lose the eye and team." And you know what I mean? It was one of these brainstorms that had been kind of driving at him. And he decided, this is it. And it was probably way too late at night. 
<laughs> you know, listening to James Taylor or whatever, and it just seemed like a way better idea than it actually was, I guess. Um, we do know that Bronco Mendenhall is a fan of the NWO Wolfpack. Is that true? So maybe this was kind of like a Wolfpack kind of move. That's not true, is it? It's dead true. What do you mean? He's He is... There is record of him wearing an NWO no. Wolfpack wolf t-shirt. No. Yes. Go watch go watch the movie Tradition Spirit Honor. It shows a picture of him wearing an NWO Wolfpack t-shirt. Hey, have I told you about my BYU in the NWO in the NWO like kind of font? No. The one I wanted to do for the blackout day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you did. And Maybe I, think, I could float that idea that to him, a, like in an email or something. That Maybe was such a good idea. T-shirts. You want to know something about Jerris, everyone that's listening? He is just full of great ideas. Really? Just don't have any follow through. It sucks. This guy is a living, breathing good idea machine. Mm. Although half of it, half of the good ideas are his little brothers, I should say. That's, oh, gosh. <laughs> Sirius, did you come up with Mamba, too? No. Or Mamba, or whatever it's called. No. Uh, You'll claim it, though, right? Sure, why not? <laughs> hey, how much time do we have left? We are running at a solid 21 right now. Hey, should we do some preseason predictions, or what do you want to do? Well, we should talk about football. Let's talk about football, guys. Um... Preseason. Let's no. Let's talk about record. Like, what do you think the record is going to be? Well, can we do that in the preseason predictions? Like, yeah. isn't that exactly what it is? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um. Like, if Jarris, imagine I am one of your seventh grade students, and I right. say, Mister Hobbs, what is BYU's season record going to be? The only way I can do that is by giving you a best and worst case scenario, and most likely it's going to be somewhere in between that. I think worst case scenario oh is we wait, wait, wait. Lose... Isn't isn't best case scenario we go undefeated? I don't know. It I isn't. Don't, isn't I mean, worst I, case I'm scenario. I'm not willing to put that on. Yeah, that is best case scenario, though. I mean, literally. Well, okay. Well, unless well, so it's like a worst case. Then as zero wins. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> so, all right. Then let me give you what I feel like is our high and our low. Okay, I like that. I feel like we are not going to win more than ten games, and I don't think we can lose more than five. Even though I think we could lose more than five. I don't think we will lose more than five. So I'd say in between seven and ten wins, and most likely it'll be, I'm going to say eight. Uh, What about you, T-Bone? I feel like I'm going to be lame if I just say eight and four like Jairus just did, but that's really what I think. I think we'll lose, you know, four out of our six good games and win all the others. Let me ask you guys a question. What are the guaranteed losses this year? I really think that Wisconsin game is one that's going to be tough. Although, it looks like we get them after a bye. I don't know if that makes a difference, but something to think about. I think that's a guaranteed loss. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think it's guaranteed because it's at home, but the next best bet, I would say, is Texas. Yeah, that's one I'd say, too. Yeah, we're, and, we're, and we are agreed. And then I'd say Utah, and then I'd say Notre Dame. You'd, yeah. say, you'd say Utah is a guaranteed loss? Not a guaranteed loss, but in likely. But it's like a specter scale. You'd say Wisconsin's for sure a guaranteed loss, and then, like, Notre Dame, but probably <laughs> loss. Wisconsin, 85% loss. Ooh, I'd even put it more than that. I like 85, Texas, though. I would say 70%. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Utah, 60%. Notre Dame, 57%. And from there, I think a couple of them are toss-ups. There's those toss-up games, then there's a, you know, a handful of them that were 70 80 90% likely to win. Yeah, so I've got three uh, guaranteed losses. One is Texas, like you guys have said. I put Texas above Wisconsin. Uh, the other is Wisconsin. And the other is one of Utah, Boise State, or Notre Dame. Well, that's you're not saying one's a guaranteed loss. You're just saying one of the three. I agree with you. I'm just saying we will lose one of those games. You know what? But, not, but not more than one. But not more games, than one. I will be... It'll be okay. Uh, it can't be Utah. Yeah, I won't be okay with that. I just have a really bad feeling about the game. Oh, I always have a bad feeling about it. <laughs> I don't think we lose to Boise State this Wait, week. Jairus, what, what would give you a bad feeling about our Utah game? Was it the 54-10 fiasco, or was it last year when we had three chances to win and we blew every one of them? Uh, you know what? I don't even know if that... Honestly, the one that probably gives me the most nervousness for playing Utah would be any of the times like when we got killed during like Max Hall year in 08 or when we just barely beat them in 07, 06. It's kind of like those were teams we just, we should have murdered them. You know what I mean? And it's like, we don't. And when we, when we're evenly matched, we lose. And, and you know, it's like, we've, we've talked about this, a ton, but it is more the fact that our good teams can't put them away than our bad teams get destroyed by them. Yeah. You know what we need to do with Utah? We need to treat Utah, our our games against Utah, like we did with the old um, NCAA tournament slump. You know how we hadn't won an NCAA tournament in years? Like decades and, almost? And that just turned into the only goal for the year well no it's for me at least it was like it was like oh that's just our thing we don't win in the postseason oh right <laughs> yeah that's just BYU's thing we just don't win we just don't beat Utah that whatever we got a cool we got a good team but we just don't beat Utah the second we the second we come to grips with that that's when we beat Utah like hey. that, that's what happened to me the, the second I was like uh, we don't win in the postseason that's when we beat Florida and we've been on this uh, crazy good streak ever since Hey, I got a question for you guys real quick. I'm looking at the schedule here. You've got two minutes, by the way. How scared are you that we start the season one and four? Very. I kind of am a little bit... I feel like that's in play. Who do we play after Utah? Middle Tennessee. And then Utah State. So wait, who are you thinking we lose to? Virginia? Well, all, all of them except for Middle Tennessee. 
Do you think we lose to Virginia? I no, don't I'm think... just saying it's in play. I don't think we for sure beat those guys. I don't think so. I, I hope we're not overlooking it. I know they're bad, but we just haven't proven a whole lot of late either. Yeah. Offense still remains very much to be seen. I'm kind of nervous about the offense, I'll be honest. You, you have to be. We were so bad. I mean, just so bad. So Taysom Hill can't help but be better. I mean, he he could be a half retard and be better than Riley Nelson was last year. <laughs> but the offensive line, I just don't trust that they'll really be better. The fact that Anai is coaching them makes me feel good. But it's still the same guys. So... I will say, reasons for optimism. Robert and I, 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 I really like that we have him back. And two, like you said, Taysom Hill. Look, if you, t- if you said, hey, Adam, I will give you a Riley Nelson, but I'll make him bigger, I'll make him faster, I'll make him stronger, and I'll give him a better arm and more accuracy, I'd say, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Give, you, give it to him. And that's what we have in Taysom Hill. I would run away screaming. If you said I have another Riley Nelson anything, I would run away right then and there. <laughs> I don't care. Bigger arm, whatever. Better hair. It doesn't matter. If That's why I'm nervous about uh, Taysom Hill. A lot of people are real high on him. And I think he's got a lot of potential. But based off of what he did in the games he played last year, it was nothing impressive. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree completely. I think what we saw from Taysom was very good. A really athletic player that was a better version of Riley Nelson, but I don't think we saw it. This guy's a quarterback that fits in with the BYU thing. Now, I'm not saying he can't do that, because I think from what I've read and heard, I think he can, but based off of what he showed and what Doman chose to have him do, Nothing about what we saw says this guy is a passer in a BYU passing offense. Oh, what is that? Um, see, Doman totally misused Taysom Hill last year, in my opinion. I, I think he Doman just wouldn't let him play. He just kept run, calling all these runs, all these quarterback draws. I agree. I agree completely. I'm just saying that he hasn't shown that he can do it. He hasn't really been given the opportunity to either, but I'm but see, not on the bandwagon yet. I'm not off. I'm not a hater. I'm just I'm waiting to see what he's going to be in an actual passing offense. You just look at Taysom's two best drives. One was against Boise State, and the other was against Utah State. The one uh, Boise State was at the end of the game where we needed a touchdown, and we were on it. We were in our own red zone, and. It was the clock was ticking down. We were running the two minute offense, and Taysom just—I mean, we had no other choice than to let him ru- pass the ball. So he opened up the playbook. He hit receivers. He moved to the team quick. We got a touchdown. Same thing happened against Utah State. It was running running out of time in the half, and we're like, okay, we need to go for the touchdown. So Taysom Hill—they opened the playbook. He was throwing the ball downfield, and he got us a touchdown. And so that's why I say those times where we actually saw Taysom Hill able to run the playbook, throw passes, throw it downfield, he looked good. And the other times he was just miss. I mean, they just didn't let him throw the ball. They, they didn't let him play, you know. So I, I feel good about Taysom. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I think he's going to be an upgrade. How much of an upgrade I think 
to be seen. Okay, Jairus, last words. We got to go. Man, I'm excited to get out there. I wish it was starting this weekend. Or, uh, yeah, this weekend. Um, let's go Cougars. I commit to wear more BYU stuff. Good for you. Trevor, what's your commitment? I commit to go to a BYU game this year. Whoa! This, is this a DSD announcement? I, I need to check that with the wife first, but yeah. Okay, I also commit to go to at least one BYU football game this year. Thanks for listening, everybody. This was Death Star Season 2, Episode 1. Go Cougs!